It's absolutely amazing that our generation has changed the game in terms of love not being everyone's end goal. Like, why is it that everyone for like, I mean, I can say this for myself, like my whole life growing up, everyone said, oh, you're going to get married one day. You're going to have kids. You're going to be such a great mom. Like, why is that everybody's end goal? And don't get me wrong, I personally do want to get married. I don't know if I want kids. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on my life and where that goes. But that's definitely not the end goal. Not right now, anyways. Additionally, welcome to That Cuts Deep. This is your host, Alex. And we're here today talking about, honestly, a little bit of everything. I didn't make an outline for this episode, so we're just going to kind of go into it, see where it goes. It's going to flow, how it flows, and that's what's up. But the reason I wanted to talk about the fact that I love that our generation's end goal isn't love is because, like, okay, so hear me out. Obviously, marriage and the idea of being with somebody forever sounds kind of attractive in a way because like, oh, you don't have to be alone forever. And that's great. But there have been so many generations of people who did the whole, let's get married, let's have five kids and we're going to see how it goes. And you know what? I like our life. I like my life and I enjoy living in the world that I live in. I'm glad that I'm here. But at the same time, I look at other generations and I think like, you know, something was off because those generations, no disrespect, this is just how you, if you're older and you're listening to this, this is just how you were brought up. But um, our whole world is basically like engulfed in mental illness and let's be real there are a lot of reasons that could go into that and I was actually talking to somebody today about this like why mental health and like issues with mental health is such a large issue right now and me personally my theory is that that comes from like today's day and age and like social media and he brought up the point that maybe like it's always been an issue but it's just never been as widely talked about until right now which I definitely think could be possible but at the same time I I also really think like I look at these older generations and I look at even like the media that we consume like the television from like 50 years ago and like how families were described and put into like this little perfect picture right and there's absolutely no way that that was realistic. And yes, we all know that now, but back like 40, 50 years ago when people were watching these things on television, that's the only thing that they had to really compare their life and their world to. And of course, that's going to like create some like form of like, you're going to yearn for something that doesn't really exist, but you believe that it exists in real life because that's what's portrayed to you in media, which is, again, like, me personally, like, I've talked about my opinions on the media in the past. What is relevant here is the fact that so many people from generations before ours looked at these perfect families, this husband and wife and three kids or five kids or however many kids, 
they looked at these families and they were like, you know what? That's picture perfect. Like white picket fence. Let's all try to get that because there couldn't be anything better. Now, today, I personally am happy to say that I have no interest in like the white picket fence life. And that's definitely because like, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that life. There's nothing wrong with wanting that life. And if you do, that's amazing for you. That's great. But my boyfriend is the best person that I know by far. Like, literally, like, if you know him, you're lucky because he's such a good person. However, like, he understands me and what I want in life. And that's what makes me think he's so good. And, yes, I do want to marry him. That'll be great when it happens. But... That's not like the ultimate end all goal. And I appreciate the fact that there's so many people around me who agree with that. Like, why are we wanting like marriage to be the end goal? Like, what was so good about that? Like, if you really analyze all of history, like, yes, it kept like the population up. But one, the earth is way overpopulated. And two, like, what was the point like, most of the people ended up marrying other people. And also, like, isn't divorce, like, I don't know the exact statistic, but I'm pretty sure, like, one in two couples, or maybe even more than that, end in divorce. Like, we're really marrying for why? Because you think it's what you're supposed to do? Like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. I will not marry anybody until I know for a 100% fact that that is a person that I could and want to spend my life with and that is somebody who I enjoy being around and not just that like that's just like a scratch on the surface like let's not get married to somebody unless we know for a fact that we like they're treating us right and you know self-awareness is important that is something that I talk about all the time on this show and If you're self-aware, you know whether or not your man is treating you right. If somebody is making you cry and belittling you or even raising their voice at you, first of all, (sighs) hurt me once, shame on you. Hurt me twice, shame on me. Like, actually. And when you really think about it like that, like, okay, screw you screw somebody who's going to be an asshole to you and look in the mirror and if you're allowing somebody to treat you that way honestly like please please see your self-worth you're better than that and if you're treating somebody like shit why what is the point like please like analyze yourself analyze your life and fix it because there's something off if you like excuse the fact that you treat somebody like shit and Maybe they deserve it. Maybe they're a terrible fucking person. But if that's the case, leave them. Get out of the situation. You shouldn't be there. Like, if you're making each other feel like shit, more than, like, honestly, you should never make each other feel like shit. But you should definitely not make each other feel like shit more than, like, 5% of the time. If somebody makes you cry more than once, like, okay. So this is kind of, like, a little difficult to say because... First of all, they should never be making you cry. But I get fights happen. Some of us are emotional. But if you cry more than once every two months or maybe once a month, depending on like 
who you are, how emotional you can be. But if they're the cause and they're doing something that makes you cry more than once a month, they're not the right person. You got to go. Or if they're making you even feel like shit more than once a month, leave. Like, life is short. Life is way too fucking short to sit and be with somebody that's going to make you feel bad. Which is something that I've noticed our generation has started to pick up on. And that's incredible. That's why... Me personally, I think the divorce rate will go down because less people are getting married as they should. We shouldn't be getting married because why would we do that? And also, like, marriage is supposed to be forever. And I definitely, like, obviously, yes, I believe in divorce. But I definitely don't think that divorce should be something that just, like, is thrown around. But in the same manner... I see why it is because everybody gets married after knowing somebody for freaking three months or even a year. You shouldn't marry somebody if you've only known them for a year. Like, that is not enough time. And if you got married that fast and it worked out, that's amazing. It's rare. Like, you're a minority in this instance. But, no, seriously. Like, spend longer than a year with somebody before you marry them. Like, I hear people all the time say, oh, like, we're engaged. And and when I ask them, like, okay, like, how long have you been together? And you, if you tell me six months, bro, like, I'm not going to be rude because I'm just not a rude person. It's not in me. Well, unless you listen to my podcast and you hear me talk about it. But that's aside from the point. I'm not going to be rude. But let me tell you, I am so, so heavily, silently judging you because I know for a fact that's just probably not going to work. Like, literally, it's not going to work. You got to let it go. You got to push that away. So, again, I'm going to reiterate. I'm so thankful for my generation. It's incredible. We're doing great. And also, one thing I really love about our generation on the topic of marriage is the fact that we're not getting married at 18 years old anymore. Because no 18-year-old should be getting married. Your freaking brain isn't even developed yet. Like, why are you thinking about marriage? I don't care if you guys got together in high school and you've been together for three years. No, like, you're not ready. You're not ready. A hundred percent. And I literally don't care if that makes anybody mad because it's, it's so, so true. It's so real. You're not ready for marriage if you're 18. Sure, legally, you can get married, but, like, you shouldn't. Take that if you're 18 years old and you're listening to this, please take that advice. It's good advice, even if you don't want to hear it. Okay, I'm gonna switch things up because I had to pause for a second because I got myself a little riled up. I was talking really fast, I ran out of breath. So, we're gonna move on. on honestly, like the similar topic, but not really the same vibe at all. So, I was thinking about the fact that we It's often like it's commonly thought that we only get one great love. And, you know, I think every everyone has several different versions of themselves. Like the version that you hear now is not the version of me that I was five years ago. Thank God, by the way. Like that's that's great. Great for us all. But the version of me that was here five years ago had known what she thought was great love. And you know what? I, for the longest time, had 
decided that I was I was wrong and that wasn't a great love and it wasn't real but you know what it was real it was real it was the realest thing that I knew at that point in my life and you know now looking back like it wasn't nearly as good and happy and healthy and flourished and just full of everything as the relationship that I'm in now and it wasn't it was definitely like super fucking toxic too but like at the time I thought that that was like the best that it got. That was love. That was what it was supposed to feel like. It was destructive. It was intense. It was it was so many things that made me feel so heavily, right? So that version of me, that was great love. That was everything that I thought love should be. And now I think back and that version of me thought that I only got that once. So I held on to it for as long as I possibly fucking could until I literally couldn't anymore. And I decided, you know what, like, this isn't what I want my forever to look like. And so I left and I spent the next like year or better thinking like I was never going to find anything that made me feel like that again. And now I think about it and I'm like, thank God I never found anything that made me feel like that again because I felt like shit all the time all the fucking time. I literally was miserable. Miserable. It didn't matter how many happy go lucky jokes that were there. It sucked. It was awful. But you know what? That was great love back then. That version of me, that's all that she knew. And I'm not going to discredit what a previous version of me knew. However, now when I look at my relationship and I look at my partner and I think about like what love really is and what it really means, this is healthy it's happy it uplifts me it it does so much for me and I think that that's something to like be aware of like this is great love it doesn't discredit what I once thought great love was and what that past version of me thought it was but it absolutely makes current me realize okay that probably wasn't great love but it it's a difficult thing to talk about because like I said at the beginning of this like short rant was that we all believe that we only get one great love. But the point that I'm trying to make is that we don't. Every version of you probably only gets one great love. But you're going to grow and you're going to flourish and things are going to get better. And if you have a love right now and it makes you feel bad and you don't know how to get out or you don't know if you want to get out, that's okay. This is love for you right now. And you're allowed to be in it. You're allowed to feel it. And you're allowed and you should want to experience it. And I don't want to discredit that. And I think t- today's rant maybe sounded a little judgy. But honestly, I don't care because it's probably something you needed to hear if you're in a toxic situation. But at the same time, like, I, I do not want it to be thought that I'm judging you in any form and I don't want you to judge yourself. If you're going through it right now, you know what? That's okay because I promise you we all go through it. But having a great love isn't an tell-all, end-all, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I think you need to know that. If you're struggling with it and if you're struggling with finding that spark and that person and that like different like aspects of all things 
bro, it's okay. Like, it's all right. Because you're gonna find it. And if you haven't yet, just be patient and focus on yourself. Because like, bro, life doesn't start and end with a man or a woman or whoever you're looking after. Like, that's not where your life starts and ends. That was literally the whole point of this freaking topic at first was like, we don't need marriage and that to be the end. Like, find yourself. If you have the opportunity to be alone, you have more than I ever had. And that is like straight up, like literally, I think I probably mentioned this in the past, but that is something that I never had. I've always been in a relationship or a situationship or just involved with somebody at some point. And I never spent longer than say three months alone. And that's like, that's a lot. That's a lot to take in and it's a lot to process. And it's a lot to like work through in order to find yourself. So if you have that opportunity, Thank yourself because it's incredible. Be happy to be alone. And I know like maybe you've been single for like years and years, but like, dude, that's okay because you needed it. Nothing happens without a purpose. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's, that's something that you should be thankful for and aware of at all times. Like if things feel like they're going to shit, that's okay. Like even if they are going to shit, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's, it's part of the plot. It's fun. You know what? If things suck right now, like, one day you're going to have a story. Or maybe you're going to talk about it on your podcast. Or maybe you'll be too freaking scared to talk about it on your podcast and deflect. Because I do that all the fucking time. That's okay. Because one day, I'll grow. I'll get out of it. And I won't be scared to say things on air anymore. And that's just how it is. But at the end of the day... No matter where you're at in your life, you're exactly where you should be. You don't need to put expectations on yourself in order to have a better life. Like you literally like just look at yourself in the mirror, analyze it, realize that you are exactly where you need to be and let go of what you assume like your expectations of life should be. Like you don't need anything. You don't need anyone and you don't need to put like shitty expectations on yourself. Like don't do it. Let it go. Just let it go. Also, I'm going to add one more thing on the whole like being alone. And I probably should have added this a little bit earlier, but I didn't. So we're going to go with it. Basically, the reason that you struggle with being alone or the reason that you always like seek someone else whenever you are alone is because you haven't yet learned to be at ease with yourself. Like you have to be okay with just being by yourself and you don't need to rely on somebody. And this actually doesn't always like fall from just like romantic relationships. This can be like codependent friendships as well. Like if you're personally experiencing this, you really should like take my advice or leave it. But If you're listening to this, you probably need the advice. Like, honestly, if you're codependent on someone, whether it be romantic or just a friendship or a family member even, if you're codependent, you haven't, like, you need to evolve and you need to separate yourself from that person. Maybe not necessarily, like, constantly and all the time. Like, it's okay to want to be around somebody a lot. And it's natural. I mean, we have like companions and things like that. 
but you also need to like feel some sort of independence and some separation from other people in order to really understand yourself and know what you want in life. And if you haven't done that, then you really need to take the time to do so. And it will change a lot of your perspective and it'll change a lot of things for your life in general. Like just more things will come to you that are meant for you because you have the time to really focus on you and what you want. Because often our influence and the things we think about have like are heavily influenced by someone else and what they want for you, but that might not necessarily be what's best for you. And that's what they probably believe is best for you. And I'm sure it's not with ill intent. But the only person that truly is going to know what is best for you and your life in this moment is going to be you. It's not going to be your best friend and it's probably not going to be your mom and it might not even be your romantic partner. You have to take care of yourself and you have to make sure that you don't fall too heavy in the codependence and you need to make sure that you take time for your own independence. Anyways, I'm going to leave the episode at that because... I honestly, I could probably talk about that for a lot longer and I just don't have the time right now. So I might follow up on that topic specifically because codependency is like a huge topic and it's honestly something that I've witnessed other people experience and I've personally experienced myself. So it's something that I'm super interested in like maybe doing like a whole episode on. But thank you for listening. I love you all. I'll talk to you next Thursday. If you made it this far, can you please, please follow the podcast on whatever you're listening on like the episode like all the episodes if you can download the episodes and yeah have a great day bye